Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, well, I want to welcome everybody to, uh, to Republican headquarters for announcement regarding the upcoming special election for the 26th Congressional District. The county Democrats feel that they're entitled to this seat, but the Erie and Niagara Republican parties, working alongside the Conservative Party, are proud to make sure that voters have a choice in this election. They will have the opportunity to choose between a career politician whose signature accomplishment is his campaign war chest, or they can support a U.S. Army veteran a retired federal law enforcement official, a community leader, and a successful local town supervisor. Somebody who has earned the support of both Republicans and Democrats by delivering on the things that he's promised, like lowering taxes, delivering transparent effective government, enacting term limits for politicians, and fostering an economic development policy that creates jobs in his community. The voters deserve a choice in this special election and I couldn't be more proud to support a great choice to represent the 26th Congressional District, West Seneca Town Supervisor, Gary Dixon. Good morning. I'm announcing today that I am a candidate for the special election to fill the vacant seat in the 26th Congressional District on April 30th. I do not take this decision lightly. I'm running because the public deserves a choice. Our next congressman should not be anointed by the Erie County Democratic Committee. It's an election, not a coronation. And yet another, uh, and yet another career politician is not going to solve our problems. Our country faces many challenges, but my entire professional life has been about confronting issues and addressing them. In my career in federal law enforcement, I have worked as an investigator and as a manager, probing cases that include corruption, fraud, and money laundering. As the West Seneca Town Supervisor, I have carefully managed the town budget and have not increased residents' town taxes for four years. Where some see challenges, I see opportunity. I have always been solution-driven, and I'm eager to take on the many issues facing our country. I know many of you struggle right now. Grocery bills have gone up. Inflation is high. Young people can't afford to buy a house. Folks are concerned about the safety of their communities. Above all, I want to tackle the issues that are important to the residents of the district. I am running to represent every 
person in the district, regardless of where you live, how much you earn, or what's the color of your skin. I'm running for the residents of Buffalo, particularly East Buffalo, who have seen politicians come and go and nothing really has changed. I'm running for the residents of Amherst and the rest of the residents of every other city, town, and village in the district who feel they're being taxed to death. I'm running for the residents of Chictawaga who were not consulted before migrants were put in their town. For every resident who's being told that the country is moving in the right direction, there are many who say, who can look at the facts in front of their eyes and see inflation and increased crime are real. In short, I'm running for all residents of the 26th Congressional District who are tired, tired of the dysfunction in Congress and just want a government that works for them. Finally, I am realistic about my chances. This is the bluest district outside of New York, the New York City area. However, the town of West Seneca is also technically a blue town. But three elections in a row have shown that my brand of governing is what residents want. I'm offering the same dedication to make government work for the taxpayers and residents of the 26th Congressional District. questions from the press? Obviously, Supervisor, uh, as you said, you've been able to do well in West Seneca, but in a much larger area, where do you see a primary vulnerability for your opponent in the Democratic Party as you try to So the major issues facing everybody in the country, crime, migration, and taxes. Uh, my opponent has been in a, a professional politician for much of his life. All of, the, all of those things have just gotten worse. Taxes are out of control, spending is out of control, and as far as New York State goes, people have been leaving. Uh, I, I want to create the conditions where people want to stay in my district, and people feel that, that the country is on the right trajectory as far as crime, and that we get migration under control. I am all for legal migration. Do you, do you currently reside in the 26th? So the 26th district under the redistricting uh, will include all of West Seneca, just like it used to. What are your plans to get your message out there? Well, I think we have a robust communication policy. You know, I am one of the most open supervisors in the county. You know, my, my cell phone is out there. I am frequently on Facebook. And, uh, and we do have a plan to, uh, to, to match, uh, the, or to, to, to generate the ability to get our, my name out. And more importantly, you know, what I stand for. I, I don't, uh, you know, fool myself that we're gonna be able to compete with my opponent's massive war chest. Um, but you know, it's funny. When people talk about politicians, it's always a compliment that they have a huge war chest. To me, that's an indication of being a professional politician, and that is not what I am. I'm about getting things done. I'm about focusing on the problems of, of whatever, of the district or the town. What about uh, the fact that your competitor, Beth, whoever is running, you know, Fraser, the ex-Democratic senator, is coming in off a very popular incumbent. I mean, you may quibble with the phrase popular, but he's credited with the waterfront, very 
that if he's seen as the successor to this very popular incumbent, how do you change that narrative? Well, this is not a hereditary position. Just because you're in line or have been judged by the Democratic Party to be in line to have this doesn't mean it's your right and that you get to assume that position without any competition. As I said in my statement, this is all about giving voters a choice. They do not have to accept a professional politician. They can look at me and see what I've done in West Seneca and, and say, maybe this is the direction we want to go in. Because I can prove that I can control tax increases because I've done it. I can prove that I'm for term limits because we've implemented them in West Seneca. I am for a wide variety of issues that don't get much play in the, in the press nowadays, which is, for example, things like term limits or about uh, uh, control over the money that's taken over our government. All those things I want to talk about. I will support the uh, whoever wins the nomination of my party. And perhaps the party chair wants to jump in on this too. Are you hearing anything of any potential support with the National Republican Congressional Committee in terms of fundraising or anything that you might be able to count on to help work uh, these candidates? Yeah, well, actually, I'm headed from uh, this announcement to Binghamton for the New York State Republican Convention, where we'll nominate a candidate tomorrow for United States Senate against Kirsten Gillibrand. So I'll be speaking with our state party chairman, Ed Cox. I've had conversations uh, with our friends in Washington. But ultimately, I think what's really going to be you know, the success of this campaign is going to be the support that we're going to be able to generate locally. Gary is a proven vote getter in a deep blue town. Um, and as the supervisor mentioned, we're not here to match uh, Tim Kennedy dollar for dollar. We're here to get out a message that resonates with the people of the 26th District. We're going to have the entire uh, operation of the Erie County Republican Committee. I know I've spoken with Chairman Larigo and the Conservative Party, and I expect that Gary will have their support as well. Uh, we're going to be together in this. We're going to work very hard. This will be the only race on the ballot on April 30th, so the entirety of our efforts will be behind Supervisor Dixon, who's one of the most respected public officials in Western New York, and we look forward to uh, doing this without the need to go to Washington to beg for money. We're going to be doing this with resources that are going to be gathered here locally, and we'll do what we can to encourage uh, support elsewhere. But this is going to be a, a Western New York-driven campaign. Well, you know, I think there's many winning issues uh, because the, the Democrats have overstepped in, in so many areas. Uh, as I said, the three big issues are taxes, migration, and crime. And we will certainly uh, pound on all of those uh, as, as, as the Republican Party, specifically me working in Washington, uh, will work to address those issues. I would ask them to ask themselves, what has decades of democratic control done to improve their lives? I will 
I will meet with anybody. I will talk to anybody. I won't demonize anybody uh, based on their political party or, or whatever. I don't care if you didn't vote for me. What I care about is how can I serve your community? And I am completely open, as I proved in West Seneca, that if the community has a good idea, the community has something that looks like it's a solution, that I will support it 100% regardless of where it comes from. You know, that's the question that really every, everybody who runs for office uh, encounters. And, uh, you know, I, I think uh, in, in some ways uh, local government is harder than, than higher up. Uh, you know, in a way, I wish every politician in Washington had experience in local government. Because in local government, you are you're judged by your results. And you get feedback instantly. You know, I run into to voters in in the uh, the grocery store or on the sports field or and as I said, my my cell phone is out there and people call all the time about problems or about suggestions. They even send compliments sometimes. Um, so I think the the skill and the experience of of uh, local government where it's all about solving problems, it's all about delivering the best services at the most reasonable cost, is invaluable. I mean, it's like when I was a kid in high school, you know, working in McDonald's. I will never approach another retail person uh, with anything but respect because my experience, having you know, been on the other side of the, of the counter and, and, and having to deal with some, with some customers makes me you know, very, very aware that it's you know, retail jobs, Right, waitressing jobs, these are tough jobs. And we need to treat everybody with respect. You mentioned your law enforcement background. So what the, the, the law enforcement, specifically I was an FBI agent for 27 years, um, just like um, when I was in the Army for six years, it's, a, it, it's building on a sense of, of paying back to my country to uh, honoring the people that came before us and who defended our country. And being in law enforcement, uh, as many of my colleagues who are up here can attest, uh, it's about helping people. It's again about solving problems. It's about protecting the vulnerable who are preyed upon by criminals, uh, whether you know, violent crime or white collar crime. Uh, it's about making the, the, the country, or at least that situation, right. It's about getting justice. So as being, having been in the Army, having been in law enforcement, uh, you know, we follow the law. If we, want, if we don't like the law and we want the law changed, there are ways to do that legally. We don't just ignore the law uh, in when we're in government or when you're a town supervisor or when you're a county executive or, or, or whatever, the, the governor. I follow the law, and uh, if we don't like the law, we work in the, through the political process to change it. Well, it's a very complicated issue. So, you know, I wouldn't want to jump into it and, and say, oh, I know everything about it. I know the solution. It's very complicated. I do know 
that nothing is going to get done if we don't work together. And we have to come up with a solution that, uh, that satisfies at least 51% of the, uh, the Congress, and we have to get something through, which is, again, building on a uh, you know, town supervisor. There, uh, there's, all, there's probably no uh, issues where everybody agrees. There is always debate. There is always disagreement. Uh, what's important is to listen to other people, to understand where they're coming from, and then try to craft a solution that will satisfy as many people as possible, recognizing that you're never going to please everybody. But I am for legal immigration. Uh, it is not fair to all these migrants that they're admitted into the country and then they don't get a court date for years. Many of those court gates, many of those court decisions end up sending them back to their country. They need, they need, they deserve, if we're going to let them in, they deserve a rapid adjudication of their cases. Ideally, they should be, they should follow the law and those kind of decisions should be taking place in the first safe country that they vacate. It's, they shouldn't be able to go from, you know, through five different countries to get to the United States. You, 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 have to, you have to find solutions that please a variety of people. And so almost by definition, that puts you more towards the center. Yeah. And you know, as far as him being frustrated, uh, I absolutely get it. That's why I'm for term limits, frankly. Uh, because nobody is indispensable. Everybody can be replaced. Everybody else has good ideas. So you do your time, you know, whatever, whatever term limits we would come up with, whether it's 10 years or 16 years or whatever, but after a while, you get stale. And maybe you don't admit that you've gotten stale, but you have. So it's, it's always time. Uh, it's always appropriate, I think, to rotate people through and to give everybody a chance. Because certainly, the current situation in Congress is not helping. All set? Thank you guys very much. You guys all break. You want to get up here? <coughs> well, why don't you, you know, we can set up through Lynn. I was just going to ask what happens with the town leadership now if you're running as a candidate for Congress. What happens? Well, luckily, this is kind of a, a, this is not the budget uh, season, so it's a bit slow. As it is, I'm all, I all, already am working on town issues you know, in the evening. Maybe you should step up soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So the question is about the town leadership. Uh, uh, the busy season is the season of the budget, which begins around uh, July. Uh, but regardless, I do much of my work uh, in the office hours, but a lot of it, as my wife will attest, is after hours, is in early in the morning, as anybody who's received an email from me at 4 o'clock in the morning will attest, uh, or is it at, at night? So there's a lot of flexibility where I can get everything that I need to do uh, finished. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, the same with, with campaigning, which is only for about nine weeks. So it's a fairly short period before, uh, the, um, before the special election. And of course, you can ask this question of pretty much anybody that runs. You could ask it of my opponent. How is he going to keep doing his, his, his work in the Senate? 
You can ask it of people who run for re-election. Uh, it's just a fact of life that uh, this is how the system works. And I have absolutely zero, zero uh, problem, or I can say with confidence that everything in the town uh, will continue to run. We have very good employees, and certainly in the town board meeting, I'll be doing my, my responsibilities there. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 